It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. So many of us love the idea of whipping up a fabulous dinner during the week, but when it comes to putting the pan on the flame, we lose confidence. Do I have the skills to pull this off? Do I have the time? Award-winning cooking teacher, author, chef, and TV personality Joanne Weir says the answer is yes. It's the subject of her latest book, Joanne Weir's Cooking Confidence, Dinner Made Simple. It was written as a companion cookbook to her new PBS television show called Joanne Weir's Cooking Confidence. And the book will inspire you with a can-do spirit in the kitchen. And Joanne is joining us today on Amy's Table. Welcome. Hi, Amy. Well, what a beautiful book. This is your 17th, I believe. Is that correct? Yes, it is. Can you believe? I can't believe it myself. (laughs) I think you know what you're talking about. I think that's awesome, and we all need your help. And it's funny because confidence, I I always think to my my daughter going into kindergarten, and her teacher said what she really taught wasn't reading or writing or blocks. It was self-esteem. And I think probably what you're teaching isn't as much a technique in this book as the confidence to do it. That's so interesting. It's really true. You know, it's funny when I was, you know, I thought for my 17th book, what was I going to write about? And I talked to a lot of people and said, why is it you cook and why is it you don't? More importantly, why is it you don't cook? And so many people said to me, I lack confidence. And honestly, I was so shocked by that, Amy. You know, people said they had no clue what it meant, like when you said ribbon, egg yolks, and sugar, or, you know, they thought it was something you tie around a present. Yeah. They had no clue about how to whip egg whites or tempering. And so it just seemed to me, like, give people the basics on how to whip up a great dinner, because I don't think we really struggle with what to make for breakfast or lunch. It's like the dinner dilemma, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. And I think that, you know, just because somebody learns, gets some of this confidence, you're not necessarily saying they have to turn into, you know, a major cooking enthusiast. You're just trying to give them the confidence to be able to cook well. But it's funny because I think when they start to cook well is when they become cooking enthusiasts. Exactly. And that's also, you know, they, if my feeling was with the book, if they try one recipe, and these are recipes that are really, really, you know, doable and easy and, you know, great recipes for like, you know, a Tuesday night for the family, but you can doctor them up with a great simple first course and dessert and they're great for Saturday night and so my thought was really make one of these recipes you'll see that you can do it it's not rocket science and then you're apt to try another one and I think that's the thing people don't want to spend three days cooking shopping and cooking yeah no you know they don't have the time exactly that's what I you know it was 120 recipes and I'll tell you I loved the project and the more I read the book the more I love it and I'm cooking from it so Anyway, it's kind of funny. I think that's great. Well, it's funny because we came on the air, before we came on the air, I said to you, are you going to share a recipe? And you're like, I love so many of them, which is always good to hear that you love what's in your own book. It's important. It helps us know we're going to love it too. Well, of course, good cooking. Many people think that's going to start at the cutting board or at the stovetop, but you suggest as it's laid out in your book that it really begins with the pantry. Right. I think if you have a few, you know, staples in your pantry, then, you know, you can cook. And all, then all you need to do is when you go to the store, just buy protein and vegetables. And I, it just makes it so much easier. And so, you know, what do you suggest for people? And, and do you, is there a certain way, like when you go to the grocery store, do you attack your list in a certain way? Do you attack your, you know, walk through the store a certain way? I mean, for that, I think for a lot of people, that's daunting. If they're not familiar with ingredients, where right. do you begin? I know. 
You know, for me, like, I just set up, I always have a basic pantry, and when I run out of those items, I restock. And, I mean, things like extra virgin olive oil and vinegars are really, really basic. I mean, you want to have a few different kinds of mustards and maybe some capers. And, of course, people have flour, but, you know, cornstarch, brown sugar, all kinds of sugar and honey. I just think those kinds of things, you have those, and then, really, there's so many things that you can do with those. And then, you know, thinking about... You know, pastas and beans and couscous. I mean, all those things, chicken stock. Mm -hmm. I I always have chicken stock in my freezer or, you know, a can of it. Um, And, you know, there's so many things that I can make with just those ingredients and whatever I see that's fresh in the store. Right. Do you you think that's another uh, sort of mistake that we'll get off shopping soon? But what people do with shopping is they go with a list in mind and let's say it's spinach is on their list. And the spinach looks really bad. But they buy it anyway because they don't have the confidence to swap it out right there in the store. No, I think that's absolutely true, Amy. I, that's and that was kind of the idea in the book. Like, there's, I even gave um, you know hints like when you're at the grocery store, so at the market, um, you know what you can substitute. For example, you know, say you're making the my mother's amazing meatloaf, and it's really a fantastic recipe. And um, not like everybody's mother's meatloaf, but mine is really good. But I, um, you know, instead of just using ground beef, you could also use ground turkey if you. If you feel like you want to go a little bit lighter or ground chicken, and I think it really gives people, yeah, the confidence to say, oh, I can do that. I can change this up. And I think you're exactly right about the spinach. Spinach doesn't look good. Go for something else, you know, or even arugula. That You know, there's none in the grocery store. Do some mixed greens instead. And I think that's really what people you know, are afraid to do. Sure, exactly. It's coming back to giving them that confidence. Well, I know that somebody might be making, let's just say a meatloaf that calls for breadcrumbs and they won't see a jar of breadcrumbs in their cupboard. And so they think they can't make it or they have to go to the store. And that's one of the things that you're helping out with, even something as simple as making breadcrumbs. Right, right. Yeah. And I did that with a lot of, you know, kind of simple techniques on, you know, how you can do this yourself and, you know, not get ner- just not be nervous about it. Mhm. Mhm. Well, you know, when you when you suggest in the book called Cooking Confidence that we can learn how to make pizza dough. Now, a lot of people talk about something that there's no confidence around that's yeast. <laughs> yeast scares people. Oh, it's true. I've always made that joke in classes where I say to people, "Okay, who here has the fear of yeast?" And you have you have no idea how many hands go up in the audience. But, you know, if you have a few of the little basics about it and just, you know, a few of the rules, then, you know, it's really possible to do. And I always tell people, you know, just try it. I just think trying it. And if you read a few different recipes and see that, you know, there's some, um, you know, just some kind of tips, it will really help you. Yeah, definitely. And practice makes perfect, too. So, you know, you try some pizza dough the first time, it's not so good. Try it again, you know, try it again. I also say, Amy, if you really, if pizza dough is something you're really afraid of, there's so many good pizza doughs out there that you can buy. You can still make a pizza. So, you know, I mean, I'd love people to make their own homemade pizza dough, but if you can't, I mean, really don't close the book and feel like you can't do it. You can just buy something instead or buy something as a substitute. And, you know, it's funny, Joanne, because this almost flies in the face of everything we're saying, but a friend of mine is famous for her, she calls it her doctored up pizza. She buys a particular frozen cheese pizza that she likes. 
Right. And then she covers it with, you know, oh, my God, marinated artichoke hearts. So and re- funny. It's hilarious, but it ends up being delicious. Yeah, you know? exactly. But right there. You know, and there are some really good prepared pizza doughs that are out there. So I say, you know, don't not cook because of some of these things. Right. I, you know, I think... It's absolutely fine, and I also want to give people license. It's okay, you know, as long as you stay in the kitchen and you cook. There's nothing better in the world than sitting down with your family or your friends and having a home-cooked dinner. I'd rather do that any day than a restaurant, and that's a terrible thing to say. No, I'm now but... a restaurateur, and I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and not only a restaurateur, but a winemaker, too, I'm hearing. Yes, I'm also making wine. Oh, my God, my wine is so delicious. It's a, an online wine business, so you can buy it on my website, um, joanneweir.com, and it's delicious. We just won three awards, so we got 90 points with Wine Enthusiast wow. for the cab and then for San Francisco International Wine Competition. 454 Chardonnays were entered from all over the world, 20 gold medals, and I got a gold. I was shocked. Oh, my God. Congratulations. Well, that's really cool. We'll talk about, you know, going to great lengths to find just the right wine to pair with your meals. (laughs) That's another thing about the book. I don't know if you saw that, but I put um, wine pairings with every recipe. And not, you know, I don't say what vintage and, and what exact wine, but like Chardonnay will work with this, or an oak Chardonnay, or a Sauvignon Blanc, or a Cabernet, just so... People can can really feel like they can do it. Yeah, because that's an area where a lot of people are lacking in confidence is what to serve with it. Right. So that's a big help, too. Yeah, I see it on each one. Wine pairings, you've got varieties of choices for what to serve with and dessert. It's really a great yeah. book. It's called Joanne Weir's Cooking Confidence, Dinner Made Simple. And I'm going to put a link to Joanne's website as well as the book on amystable.com. And we're lucky to be able to share a recipe. It's your pita sandwich. What's that that we're going to put online? Oh, this is so delicious. It's a, it's a spicy fried chickpea with an herb salad and tzatziki that gets, gets stuffed into warm pita bread. And I am telling you, it is out of this world. Oh, that sounds really good. Good for Tuesday or Saturday, as you exactly. say. Well, it was great to speak with you. Congratulations on all of your successes in the new show on PBS. We'll have to tune in for that as well. And we'll put a link to all of Joanne's information on amystable.com. Stick around for another helping from Amy's Table on Q102. 